today i'm starting with the production function i hope you can see my screen and my voice is audible to you am i audible and visible on screen yes okay so let us continue so today i'll continue with the production function earlier in the last session we have done with the consumer behavior in the consumer behavior session we have tried to understand the perspective of consumer that is why a consumer will buy my product now we have understood that a consumer will definitely buy my product if he has got utility of that product now till what stage a consumer will buy my product all this thing we have this thing we have understood that a consumer will buy at this stage uh, till this price he will buy this we have understood the consumer's perception about my product the more value he will get from my product the more he will be willing to buy my product right so we have understood about the consumer's perception after understanding the consumer perception we as a manufacturer what is the next stage we will think we understood that a consumer will buy my product at this price he is uh, he is willing to get this additional functions in the product these all things we have understood so now what will be the as a manufacturer you tell me what means you think as a manufacturer what is your second stage of planning or thinking this think what can be the next stage production producing more product in this time Yes, producing more product in less time. So you have, we have understood in economics in the last session. We have discussed about the consumer. We have understood the consumer's perspective. Now, as a producer, I have to think as a producer. So what is producer's intention? What is producer's perspective? This is the thing we have to understand now. So this, that is why we are studying this chapter, which is production function. Now, simply as a manufacturer. what do we need in a production if i have to produce something as a manufacturer you have to manufacture so what are the things you all uh, we all need as a manufacturer or as a producer the things which we will require is land labor capital and organization these are the four basic input which we need in order to produce or manufacture the conversion will actually take place with this input itself right we have this input in place and then only we will go with the conversion even if i am providing a service as a service provider also we need time we have our time we have our knowledge skills attitude and definitely the efforts is needed so either i am a service provider or i am a manufacturer i have to give some input without input nothing no processing can be done so the basic thing is my input so as a manufacturer i thought that this are my input if i suppose let's say i am planning for a, a kurti manufacturing kurti the ladies garment so now for that what are the basic raw material i will need the first is the land definitely the space where i'm going to set up my business that is my manufacturing uh, my factories and everything will take place second thing would be my labor the labor the uh, the labor the employees the staff i'm talking about then the material the raw materials is needed what is my material here in case of manufacturing of garments maybe all these garments are right one i would definitely need the more of raw material 
uh, the raw material would be cotton and apart from cotton there can be some other associated material as well. So these are my land labor, uh, land labor and uh, material has come, capital and then land, labor, capital and organization. So we understood land portion, labor portion, capital and the organization portion. There is someone to organize all those things. So these are the basic things which we needed, right? This is the basic thing which I need for production. Now in production function, today we will be understanding that what should be my quantity of production, what should be my methods of production, the techniques of production. These are few things we are going to learn. Because if I am manufacturing, I am producing, whether I am doing it for a short term range or for a long term range, fine. Like uh, my production activities can, I may start a manufacturing firm for short term or for a long term. So it all depends. These are the techniques we are going to learn here in the production function. So basically, what is production function? <coughs> Sorry. The production function. Production function can be simply defined as the transformation of input into output. That is production function. So it is a function of, we normally say production is a function of input. So if we have to write this, we will write this in this term. Let's say normally we define production function this way. Q is a function of K, L, and L sector. This way. That means my quantity, my output. This is my output. This is a production function. Actually, what is production function? It simply states a relationship between the quantity, that is the output, and the input. We all know that more the input I will give, the more is the output I will generate. The more input I will provide, the more is the output. The better the input I will provide, the quality material I will provide, the better is the output. We, this is the basic economics which everyone is aware of. The way you give your input, that type of output you are going to generate. Fine. Same thing you will generate. But this is the basic thing which is, uh, which is stated by the production function. So, production function quantifies this production function is a function it all or rather i can say it is just a simplified relationship between the output and the input so this is the output q is an q is actually defined as the quantity of output how much output i have produced with the given amount of input this is called production function simply production function states a relationship so it quantifies the relationship of input and output of a product so normally there's a transformation we all know that there's an input and then a transformation takes place and then we get the output inputs are essential elements in the process of production right we all know that inputs are required what are inputs land labor capital and organization we have understood this so now let us move to the book so what is a production function as I told that production function is the normal relationship. It quantifies the relationship with source, the overall output generated at a given level of input. Now, with the technology and manpower available uh, is definitely constant. We have to understand that whenever we are representing a relationship, that Q is a function of KL. At that point, there has to be some constancy is there. In economics, we always deal with the assumption that this is constant, this is constant because 
everything cannot be variable if everything is variable then uh, we don't have to deal with the production function right so if there is a production function or any economic function we are talking about then the other variable like we earlier did with the demand function in the demand uh, function or the demand uh, law of demand that time also i told you that law of demand states there is an inverse relationship between price and demand of a, a product keeping other things constant that means i have to keep other factors as constant same here also if i am uh, stating a relationship between the output and the input then the other factors that is the technology the manpower and other factors has to be kept as constant now concept of product suppose i am producing if i am a manufacturer i am producing now there are three concepts of product one is the total product what is total product total product simply says about the total production with a uh, using uh, suppose with using 1 kg of uh, what to say suppose let's say i have used 1 kg of potato with 1 kg of potato i prepared uh, maybe uh, uh, means 100 pieces of uh, chips or 100 pieces of papad with 1 kg of papad uh, 1 kg of potato i uh, prepared 100 pieces of papad now with the with next uh, 2 kg means with the total 2 kg of input 2 kg of potato maybe i prepared um, 220 papas so what is the total increase in the product total papad is my total uh, my total input and my total output so total means the totality when we are talking about total it refers to total production at that particular moment so i have given my all factors means all input factors and i get a total product i will be giving you all sort of uh, kitchen examples because this is my favorite i'm a good cook actually <laughs> so total product it simply means that the total production we are talking about fine now average product we all know what is average product average simply the total product that is divided by number of units of a factor employed let's say i have uh, used uh, 10 labors 10 labors for producing 1000 pieces of papad then the average product per labor would be definitely 1000 divided by 10 is equals to 100 so average this is just normal what we do with an average so average product is divided the total product divided by the number of units employed means maybe it is number of units of labor number of units of capital employed it can be of anything now we are talking about the marginal product marginal as we all know that marginal is just a change in unit change in unit or the extra unit added into the production like earlier i have produced 100 pieces of paper the next the next level of production goes to 150 level of paper so the extra is by 50 so 50 would be my marginal product fine so normally marginal product we refer to the change change is my marginal product there are three concepts that can be understood through a schedule total product like i used one unit of labor my total product is in kgs so i have prepared maybe 100 kgs of paper so with one unit of labor i prepared 100 kgs of paper my marginal product is 100 and my average is also 100 with two unit of labor i got total product is 220 marginal product is 120 and average product is 110 is this clear marginal and average product is clear to you again next time marginal product marginal product is simply the additional unit see from 100 to 220 what is the difference just the successive unit 220 minus 100 is 
120. Then again, 360 minus 220 is 140. So marginal is the extra last unit. Means last unit minus the, your the earlier one. Just that one. This is called marginal. Now the three stages of production. Now when one factor of production is varied, another factor is kept constant. The production process can be divided into three stages. See, normally the, this three stages is used in case of short term production. Right, there, uh, there are two time periods. One is called short term period, or another is called long term period in production function. So, here, uh, as I'm referring to your book, I'm discussing the when one factor of production is varied and other factors kept as constant. Then, at that stage, suppose let's say for an example, in a short term period of time, I have started my business, right? So, initially, I have started my business, I have used all my resources. So, at the beginning, let's say I don't have any clients. I don't have any number of clients, means zero. So once I have started with a zero number of clients, you can easily understand at that point when I have only zero client, that point of time also I have lots of expenses because I have initially invested a lot. And along with that, I have my other expenditures as well, right? So at point of zero, zero clients, my expenses are very high. Whereas my production is nil, but when I introduce means one, when one only one client is being introduced, my cost my, now my revenue started increasing. Now my revenue will start increasing. Here, see, one factor is kept as constant, another factor is variable. Kindly keep this in mind. This is referred for short term production. Now, here, in case I am starting with the zero, zero at that point, zero, I have lots of expenses. But see, you started a restaurant. You started a restaurant, you did advertisement, your branding, your capital investment, the business, everything has been done. There's no clients at all. Now you started. You are getting one client, then you are getting two clients. Once the client is getting increased, you are uh, now at that point, you are increasing your revenue. More and more client is coming, more and more your revenue is increasing. Now, my capacity for my restaurant is only 20. Fine. My, for my restaurant, it is 20 visitors um, uh, uh, can sit in my restaurant. Now, if more than 20 started coming to my restaurant, within that short period of time, as I told that one factor of production is varied and other factors kept constant. That means if I take my restaurant space to be constant, my restaurant space and the chair table. This is kept constant and my variables are only the amount of food that I can cater to. I may cater more food, but I cannot uh, arrange more space for visitors to sit. And all the, uh, I have to assume that all the visitors who are coming to my restaurant, they are all uh, who will sit and uh, have their dinner or lunch, whatever at my place, at my restaurant. So there's no one to take away counter. This is my assumption in the, this example. So now people who are coming at my restaurant, till 20 people, this is my optimum level. Because my optimum level with keeping one factor as constant, another factor is variable. Definitely at the optimum level, I have reached to a very high level of revenue. This is my optimum. That is the maximum level of revenue. Optimum. Maximum level of revenue I have been able to generate with that minimum level of costing. No doubt my costing is being reduced. Once I am in comments, I am getting more and more of clients. More and more of visitors are coming. So there is an economies of scale and production. Production per unit cost is being decreased. Because more and more people are coming. Let's say 
how it is done see efficiency is only achieved because i am cooking one roti let's say i am preparing one naan for one naan also i have to start up the whole uh, entire uh, cooking burner and everything get the thing hot and for that also the entire you know, electricity and other things are being used and if i cook 10 naans in the same thing so economies of scale can only be achieved when uh, there's a number of at least the optimum number of uh, material are to be cooked there so here once the i am reaching to the 20 number of consumer that is my optimum capacity of that restaurant my revenue is at the highest level and my costing is at the lowest level fine but here what about after reaching to my optimum level after reaching to my optimum level if i keep on adding more and more visitors let's say i am uh, asking more and more visitors to come and just wait then what will happen the visitors will uh, be very means they will be very dissatisfied with the quality of the service and now the people will start going out because with keeping one factor as constant and one factor as variable i cannot add more and more into that same if i i want more visitors i want 25 or 30 visitors to come and sit at my place and i would like to serve them then definitely i have to increase not only my serving uh, means meals meals item but also my space my space has to be enhanced my labor uh, means my staff has to be enhanced increased to that extent so every factor has to be variable right because in short term see this stages the three stages of production is for short term only now let's say the first stage is called the the first stage here is called the stage of increasing return now why it is called stage of increasing return see in this in this stage this is called the stage of increasing return this stage why it is called stage of increasing return because here my total production is increasing my average products production is increasing and even my marginal product is increasing now how it is happening see increasing returns means i am investing 100 rupees and i am getting in return more than 100 maybe i am getting a return of 200 why it is happening because initially my entire uh, facility was not used at zero client zero client my expenses were was at the highest at that time when even one customer came he gave a highest return when one customer came also he the return he used to give me that was very high in comparison to my input i am using my i am giving some input let's say i am using 100 rupees and i am getting a return of maybe 200 because that time my entire facility was not at all used so the returns at that time is called increasing return right <clears throat> in this stage mp increasing at fast and then decreases at this point of time my marginal product is increasing a lot because from one one consumer to second consumer maybe on the first day you served only one consumer that time your total income is maybe 20 rupees or 120 rupees next day it can be four consumers that day your marginal product will increase to an extent to a large extent this stage is called increasing returns that that is why because from we are starting from zero at zero level there is no returns nothing so once i started using my factors of production or i started using my facilities the returns is the return will be very fast in comparison to means anything else in, in comparison to the utilization 
Then in the second stage, which is called the stage of diminishing return, at that stage, in the second stage, once we reach to a second stage, here in this stage, the stage is diminishing return because I am not get, getting that much amount of return. The return is not very high, though the consumers are coming. Here the consumers, maybe it has reached to 15, in between 15 to 20. My capacity of my restaurant is 15 to 20. So, I have reached to this level between 15 to 20. And so, here my returns is becoming diminishing. It is going down. It is not going up. Why it is not going up? Because I have already reached to an ex extreme level. I have already satisfied. My, my entire expenses has been used and everything has been done. So, here I am not getting that much return. That means maybe I am using 100 rupees. Means um, that time I used to get 200 as return. My return was 200. Say, you can take this, the constant return and everything this way. Suppose, I am using input of 100 rupees. And I am getting a return of 200. This is called the stage of increasing return. Next time, when I am using 100 rupees and I am getting only the return of 100. Fine. This is called constant return. Fine. Here also, let's say I am using 100 rupees and I am getting a return of maybe 180. This stage is called diminishing return because at that, this stage, from 200 to its decline to 180. Now, if I am using 100 and I am getting 80, this is called negative return. This stage is called negative return. This stage I am investing more and I am getting less. Fine. Is this clear? The stages of production. So, last is according to John Robinson, the law of diminishing return as it usually formulated. State that with a fixed amount of any factor of production, successive increase in the amounts of other factor will after a point yield diminishing increments of output. Because the my facility, my restaurant facility is limited. See, my restaurant facility is limited. Now, I am adding more and more of factors of production. Maybe I am adding more labor. I am adding more mills. But still, I cannot. The successive increase in output is not actually yielding more output. Fine. In the stage 3. Stage 3, you will get negative return. As I earlier told that uh, if I am reaching to the negative return, that time quality is falling. And now, uh, definitely the quality factor will have a negative impact. Fine. Entrepreneurs do not prefer to operate within stage 1 and stage 3. In stage 1, the entrepreneur will increase his employment. See, normally entrepreneurs, what they do? They do not prefer to operate in stage 1 as well as in stage 3. Stage 1, because it is increasing return, so they would like to employ more. See, if I am getting more return, uh, my consumers are coming, I am enjoying, means my more revenue is coming. Definitely, I will would like to increase more of it. And in stage 2, I have got the optimum level. Now, st it started with the diminishing return. In the stage 3, nobody would like to go because it is the negative return. Maybe in stage 2, it is falling, but still I am going to reach to the optimum level. Stage two is the uh, 2 is the suitable stage for entrepreneur to operate. AP and MP are falling, but TP has not yet reached the maximum point. This total product at this stage has not yet reached the maximum point. So, it makes sense for the entrepreneur to operate in this stage. Therefore, the entrepreneur will enjoy the variable factor in such a way that the fixed factor is fully utilized while the amount of variable factor is not excessive and unnecessary. Fine. See, is this clear to everyone? If not clear, kindly go through the three stages of production. 
बिकॉज अंटिल यू गो फर्दर आई कुड नॉट गो अहेड 